Say what? Hello and welcome back. It's time for Say What? where we hear from those connected to the industry about what's going on in our world of electrical apprenticeship. And this, of course, includes those topics that you are suggesting to us. So don't forget to keep those coming. I'm Cindy Sandifer, your host, and I'm joined by Todd Stafford, the executive director here at the Electrical Training Alliance. We are at the end of 2021 and thought that makes it a great time to look back over this year and also check ahead at what's coming and what we're excited about. And to do that, we thought it was appropriate not only to have Todd with us, but to grab Mark Sorella, our Director of Operations, and Greg Greiner, our Managing Director, and have them join us to help with this conversation. Well, thank you all for being here. Okay, but before we get into this, I have to publicly thank uh, Mark and Greg for the work you do on the podcast. And of course, Ben. Ben's always behind the scenes, so we'll have to get him on here one day. Um, But along with all the other things you do for the Electrical Training Alliance, you spend a lot of time on this, and I'm really grateful um, for that. So just wanted to, to say a big thank you. Um, all right, so... Really? You going on now? Oh, and thanks, Todd. <laughs> I mean, I know I just see your pretty face, but at least I get some kind of thing. Yeah, you're just a pretty face. <laughs> we're, just here. we're just here for your title. Um, no, but before we go on, okay, so today... Um, I want to ask you all similar questions, but I'd like you to answer from different perspectives. So what you're most involved in. So Mark, I'm thinking you give us the Electrical Training Alliance as an organization view. Greg, looking at all the acronyms that we could possibly come up with. So we'll do LMS, OLS, PTSI, and whatever else you want to pull in. And then Todd, if you'll kind of look industry and apprenticeship from this big wide lens. So when I'm asking the questions, just think from those perspectives. But if we're thinking 2021, looking at recapping it and assessing it. So let's go with biggest challenge of 2021, greatest success that we had. Todd, I'll start with you. So big, wide apprenticeship industry lens. Well, that's pretty easy on the biggest challenge. And how do you cope with a pandemic in the middle of trying to teach a face-to-face apprenticeship program? How do you provide resources and tools for instructors to be able to do just that uh, and adapt Adapting what we build to allow the a different model just overnight to ha- actually practically have to happen, which is pretty pretty exciting and uh, challenging, and is continuous. I mean, it's not going away anytime soon because it's gonna be different po- pockets we got to still handle. But um, that's the biggest challenge by far we had. Biggest success we had, uh, the success of people. As we succeed in our industry, as people grow, we see people graduate our programs as well as internal electrical training alliance, what we build and um, still able to maintain production. Actually, our production actually went up during this pandemic, believe it or not. Most people went down, but we actually went up, So, which is outstanding what way we're able to handle and shift and do the work we do. It's all pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's funny because we're talking about 2021, but it's like... It's not like December 31st, 2020 things, oh, okay, well, we'll start a new year and all of a sudden the pandemic's gone and all the problems are gone. It's like, no, they just, 
crept right into and kept flowing. Thirty first, we're starting over. No, <laughs> no, you're talking about this year. I guess I meant 2020. Yeah. I said 2021, but yeah, <laughs> 2021 still had all the. Thirty yeah, first yep. this year, we're doing it all over too. I mean, I refuse okay. to have this year over. Again. Okay, we'll start over. So, <laughs> so that there you have it. We are done. Mark, what are you thinking as far as the Electrical Training Alliance? Biggest challenge, greatest success of 2021. Well, the challenge goes back probably to 20 because the pandemic kind of gives a wrinkle in time, right? You kind of lose a year or 18 months of your life. You're like, oh, that was last year. Oh, no, that was two years ago. Where did that year go? <laughs> right? So I, I, it's hard to separate that because it's a, it's a blur. But mm. um, to kind of echo that, the, the pandemic really, as an organization, how do you handle, you know, a couple things. One, you know, for months, everything's shut down. There's no money coming in. You know, you still got to make payroll. You still got to do this. How do you handle that? Not to mention now you've got an office that's empty and people are working from home. How do you structure and organize keeping people productive uh, and continuing to do the services that we need to provide to our industry without skipping a beat? Because now nobody's in the office. We've got to work remotely and so forth. Um, and on top of that, I know you said one, but they kind of go together is, you know, we've got employees and a dozen states and every state is coming out with a safe at home, a stay at home, a listen. And so as from an HR point of view, you got to understand what can or you can't do. And they change and you've never heard these terms before and trying to understand what you can do. And, you know, we've got employees that needed to drive. So we'd have to give letters for them. So if they got pulled over, there's a letter on our letterhead saying they wouldn't get a fine because they're not safer or staying at home i don't know what's term it's it was it was it was a challenge yeah. you know that was probably the largest challenge of dealing with all of that you know but the success was i think we were able to you know when everything shut down within a week we pretty much had 98% of everybody up and running and we were continuing to do what we were doing as todd said productivity even internally we continued to see work getting done and you could argue more work getting done as well uh, that was a good challenge as well as just handling you know running an organization with everything shut down we, we were able to I won't say not skip a beat my heart skipped several beats but <laughs> we were still able to stay on track and continue to provide the service that we need as well as to support internally you know, all of the employees and those that, that you know, rely on us. So Yeah, I can vouch for his heart skipping beats because we had a few late night phone calls we had over that. So, was, yeah, a few times. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> Were there drinks with those phone calls would be my question. Well, after the call. After the call, yes. <laughs> Lots of drinks. All right, acronyms. We're going to shoot those to you, Greg. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I would start out trying to define the difference between like 2021 and, and prior, clearly it's all mush. So I echo mm -hmm. the same thing. It's like, well, when did we do this? And I, I, my, probably the, the, the strength I rely on is having a memory of where I was, when I said that, what I was doing and this whole 2020 to 2021 and where we're at today, I can't find anything. And it's so just you know, like, how do you keep up with that? So, um, but you know, the, this is an extremely high-functioning industry. I've, I've worked in other industries, like many have, and um, this industry is so high-functioning, they're very demanding, very kind at the same time. But uh, we've got apprentices that do homework any minute of any day, any time of the year. It does not matter. They need to do their coursework. They always did, 
But now we have data to prove it. Mm. And um, so we've got internal teams, external teams, um, and they are all there at a moment's notice to make sure that, you know, these systems are up and functioning and running and doing what they need to do, let alone the systems the the curriculum that is on top of that system has to function at that same at that same quality level and so we're every minute of every day thinking about that so i don't know that 21 was different than 20 was different than 2014 in trying to talk about blended learning or anything it's it's just um there were a lot of challenges uh but the I think I focus on the fact that this is such a high-functioning group that you got to you got to perform at, at their level, and I, I think our greatest success in that is we have teams that that do that every single day, internally here at the Electrical Training Alliance, externally with all our partners who help us, and then you know the the training directors and the instructors and the apprentices who actually reach out and you know, they solve some of our problems. They reach out and, and say, you know, I saw this, are you seeing that? And we find out things. We've got monitors for days on all of our systems. We know the temperature of every server, every, the fan speed of anything that's going on. But yet there's sometimes when I've had an apprentice submit a ticket and we end up like all of a sudden we've got a team of 30 people dealing with this one little comment that turned into a save for the entire industry because... We caught that issue, that issue's gone, and we move forward. So um, uh, all those acronyms, they happen because there's just a lot of uh, group that works together to, to meet the need, and that's been a pretty big success. Yeah, the teamwork. I, lo I love that. Like, sure. that's where the, the success comes in. Removing my login credentials to the TMS also helps because I was always breaking things. That's a fact. <laughs> there was always the, the, the mark. Limited access there. does help, right? <laughs> We have to mark-proof thing. That's actually one of the things on our, our zombie apocalypse team that we, we mark-proof. <laughs> There's just a sticky note on everything, like, mark. <laughs> like just... Greg, I hit enter 12 times in a row. Didn't that work? <laughs> users. <laughs> users of online. I mean, we're, we're all users of online systems. Yeah. We are all, and we all get mad at mm -hmm. our little thing, and why doesn't mm -hmm. it do it the way I wanted it to do it, the way I thought it was designed to do it. We're all of that. And it's amazing some of the things we have encountered uh -huh. um, you know that that whole concept of i've pressed enter that many times we've had it's our testing team will go through and load something kill something load something kill mm -hmm. something load it on another browser load it on another operating system load it on another thing load it kill it load it and then they're like see that's how you create the bug and we're like <laughs> so we got to fix that? How do you fix that? So we got to try to replicate that. And so then there's this whole list of where you have to load, kill, load, kill, other operating system. And if you go through that whole process, like, sure as heck, you can make that happen again. we got to code against it. What was that again? I know, right? Like, hold on, I wasn't taking notes. You know, I'm surprised you don't have a little app that pops up when somebody does hit the enter, you know, 10 times in a row. I said, wait a minute, it's definitely insanity. It didn't work the first time. It didn't work the second time. What are you doing? <laughs> At some point. It pops up and tells you, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> the spinny wheel of death. We try, to, we try to avoid giving them the spinny wheel of death. But, you know, if that thing is spinning, it is, it is working. Right? <laughs> it is going through a process, and it is working. Give, give it just a second. We won't talk about ID 
10 T errors and uh, here's your yeah. sign moments and yeah. Mark, let's get out of that. What's coming in 2022 for the electrical training Alliance? The things you can share. Don't, don't give the stuff that, you know, if I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you stuff. No, I, I think we're, it's exciting because um, one of the things that, that came out of all this is the ability to do podcasts like this and to stream and record. Uh, so we're, you know, building assets to be able to take some of our training out on the road and allow people that, that aren't comfortable or just can't make it to the training to be able to participate. And, and we're even looking at not just being able to watch it, but to participate in some of those trainings as well. Um, you know, we, we tinkered it with NTI and so forth. Um, but we're trying to do a lot more, um, I guess, audio um, assets so that it's not just printed curriculum, it's not just online. So we're trying to build a way so that we can make it interactive, uh, make it more visually enhanced, as well as our training and the stuff we do. So we're really doing a lot with that and seeing with that. I mean, this podcast and this studio that was originally built to be a classroom has now been converted into something that allows us to do that. So uh, I'm excited about where that's going to go. It's it's all new for us, and and uh, we got a good team working on it. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that is exciting. Like all the new things that 2020, the pandemic, horrible. Like there, there's so much sadness and difficulty that came out of it. But then you saw a lot of things born, you know, and created and, and assets and, and things that we just didn't think about. Greg, 2022? More acronyms. That's uh, abbreviations. <laughs> uh, that's the goal. So it is the goal here to just come up with more and more. So we're going to change the name of two of the companies and add a third, but keep go back to one of the original. Just, I don't know. So... <laughs> Um, My head hurts. Yeah. Where's that drink we were talking about? So does mine. So does mine. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's um, our LMS is turning into an online learning system. It's, you know, learning management systems are kind of um, um, just a component of a whole, whereas before that was the whole. Mm -hmm. And so um, as we move forward and as we see our curriculum migrating to using more technology to support us, you know, we... We really, we've had technology to use in our classrooms, you know, as instructors or as trainers, um, but the, the content itself wasn't really, like it sat on technology, but the technology wasn't really um, being utilized for every component that it could. And but, but part of that is you have to learn how to use it and you have to learn how to use it appropriately and not just do it because it's, you know, hey, there's a shiny object, let's make that happen. So... But we have spent um, the better part of the last three plus years defining the blueprints and laying out the plans and, and building the building of an online learning system and a, and a platform that offers where um, programs can choose to use it. They can choose not to use it because they're already, they already have these kinds of resources that they're already paying externally for. Um, and if they're happy with those, great. You know, and if they don't have them and would like them or would like to use them in the, uh, the integrated system, those are the kinds of things that are coming uh, for 2022. Um, we're really excited about it. It's going to take some big, a um, lot of communication. I think the biggest thing I've seen about it is we've, it's, it's got to have, um, um, it won't be bought in or, or used the way it could be used if it's not defined by um, the participants that are going to use it. So we're going to spend a lot of time having um, them help us define mm -hmm. how they would like to use it mm -hmm. before we before we roll it out. So I think it's just exciting. Curriculum is being updated to a um, 
we get it all the time. You know, is anybody else doing that? Should be should you be pushing that far? Um, is anybody else? Well, they all want to do that. That's right. the deal. And we're the electrical industry, and we're the leaders. So we're going to be the on some levels the first to do it. Right. Um, um, on on many levels, we're we're followers, but. Uh, I think 2022 is going to be pretty fun with the stuff that's going to roll out. That's ex that is exciting. More acronyms. That's uh, that's big. That part's not right. <laughs> but that's okay. We will learn those acronyms. Yeah. yeah, Todd. Big picture. 2022. Continue what Mark and Greg were speaking of. This is the pathway we've chosen to go on the last three years. Start building out the room that we need to have CML learning, and what that means for our industry. Now, the I've always been a big believer in that we need to train in the same methodology in which we get paid to earn a living. Right. We've got to find a way to mimic that, do that. And the classrooms of the past where we do our lecture-based training and where we record homeworks, we go over homeworks, and that was a form of teaching is going to go down the road. That's not where we need to be. And But to do and make it capable of us to succeed, uh, we have to find a way to replace what we have in a way that doesn't cost the programs more money or the apprentice more money and doesn't take longer in time. So we have to find a way to adapt. And that's what Greg's speaking about. All these consolidation of efforts, all these different silos that we now bring back in each one of the new acronyms. And you know, all coming <laughs> into one system that's there. Same, same operations, just one system, one way to uh, put everything together. I'm really excited about because uh, that's one of the big goals we always had to get to that point where we got that one single sign on point to do, in which this won't eliminate everything, but it's going to do a lot of it. It's working toward that pathway where we're going. I'm excited to see that unreal and uh, start seeing the first parts of our CML learning. CML learning. Computer-based learning, computer-mediated yeah. learning, CML acronym, but another <laughs> one of those. But uh, that's where we're going, and to see that start unrail, start seeing those classes being used, and I anticipate going to be pushbacks both ways. Anything new is always there; it's always going to happen. But uh, let's get it out. Let's start talking about it. Let's beat it up. See what we can learn from it. And make it better the first time. Because Greg just said it. We have no one to look at and say, "Hey, this is what you got to do." We're developing this. We're going to make this happen, and right. we have to for reasons. And I speak about those often. And to start seeing unveiled, unveiled this year is pretty exciting to me. Yeah. Well, and you've kind of touched on it, but I, like, what are you most excited about related to our industry and the work that you get to do? Because obviously you're like everywhere <laughs> and a little bit with everyone. So what's most exciting to you? Well, it's, if you think from a big picture point of view, we're finally going to give instructors and apprentices what they've been asking for for the last 30 years. I've been teaching. How do I do that hands-on? Give me more hands-on training. All right, well, let's focus on that and have everything else supporting that, that, that need. If we have all of our lecture-based training, all of our theory learning is all there to support the reason why we do something, hands-on. That's a big change for us. Mm. That's huge. I'm really excited about that because it finally gets to work. I've never taught a class in 1988 till today. First class taught in 1988. I'm teaching an instrument, uh, a code class from my JDC where I was at teaching code. And the you know, guys said, we got to have some way, even in that class, more hands-on related training, more applications associated since then until today. It's always, how do we get more hands-on? Mm. Well, everything we're build, doing in building here is done just to support that. How do we get more hands-on time at the JVC training? What it's for? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what we're doing, right? It's what you've yeah. you've made such great points about that. I won't try to even recap those, but this idea of that's that's what we want to see is what you're doing in the field. Passing a test is is one thing. Being able to actually do the work for that customer is is the most important. That's how we get paid? Yeah. Right. So let's make sure we can do what we get paid to do. Exactly. Exactly. Greg, what about you? Most excited related to our industry and the work that you're involved in? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it changes or has changed since I, I got into the industry. It's, um, again, this high-functioning group. Um, 
teaching, training, uh, when, when people get it, whether you were one little cog in that or a bigger cog in that or, or, or anything, whether it's somebody you're working with um, to, to build a project, learning myself, you know, as we build projects, seeing it um, in communications with apprentices and with instructors and with training directors, like that's the, that's the best part of it is that um, you get to still see that light bulb come on no matter what part. So I, I, it's probably in every industry, you know, when you're working with, with groups of people, you're learning and they're learning. And um, I think that's the best part of this industry because it's just, uh, it's always growth. Mm. Yeah. Right. The growth, the constant, yeah. continuous growth. Right. We get pushed back for that, too. And he's exactly right. Our industry always changed, always growing. And we get pushed back for it. But at the same time, we tell graduates, apprentices, journeymen in our, in our industry, where well, you always need to stay up to date with training. Always come mm -hmm. back continue training because our industry changes. Well, the methodology we usually change, change as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, we can't say one of the groups got to do it. We can't. We got right. that's why the model in our apprenticeship training model, it'll always be changed. It's never going to be, remain the same. That's what we want to go back to. Let's go back to that three-ring binder we had. It didn't change for five years. So we know what was going to happen, which I understand why, the different reasons why it didn't change. But we can't get there. We can't go back. We've got to take advantage of the technology. And it's always going to be a push, always going to be a push to change and don't change, but that's a continuous fight. Well, the, nothing more constant than change. And we all love comfort to some extent, but I think we could all agree, like, whatever it is that's most uncomfortable eventually becomes comfortable. So it's one of those things, like, whatever it was that you were like, no, never, and then you started doing it, and now you're like, oh, yeah, like, like texting. I remember I had a friend that was, she was like, stop texting me. I mean, this is when text really was starting to be something normal. And I'm like, but it's so much easier. And then the next thing you know, she's blowing my phone up, texting me, you know, so it's, it just becomes normal. Well, how did you get her to convert? We'll go Mr. Anderson. <laughs> We're not dropping names here, but if you're listening, if you're listening, if you're listening we're going to get him a text. When someone texts you, don't call them. <laughs> Text them back. See if they have time to talk. That's a whole different. That's a whole different podcast we'll where we'll whole, discuss. We have a whole breakout session on, on how to use text, when to use text, when to use email, when how to use email. How many words to put in an email? If you're if you're at a thousand, oh yeah, capital letters. Love capital letters. And I've always wondered, is there a difference between three question marks or four? That's like if, <laughs> there is a huge difference. That's going to no, change how yeah. infinity yeah. plus one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> huge. So stay tuned for an upcoming podcast about these things. Mark, what are you most excited about industry? You know the work you do. Well, it's it's funny. The common theme is technology and, and embracing that. So, as an organization internally, taking advantage of the various technologies that have. Uh, really catapulted as a, one as a result of the pandemic, but also that's out there that allows an organization to be more efficient, still communicate as well and, and get the jobs done and be able to basically not just work remotely, but you can actually function, you know, anywhere. As long as you've got internet connection just about, you can, you can function anywhere, have access to everything. And just taking advantage of all those technologies that, that weren't around five, ten years ago, you know. I remember the... the I remember when Palm Pilots came out, like they were, oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they might've been black and white screens, but heck that was really cool. But I think a lot of times we buy technology and the equipment we've got is so powerful, but we use the cell phone to talk and to text, but there's so much more with a smartphone <laughs> and we don't take advantage of it. You know, so like I committed years ago, Hey, if I'm going to get all this equipment, I'm going to figure out how to use it and leverage that to help. And there is so much out there now. 
to, to help the, the alliance to be able to continue to work in multiple different states and collaborate and still get work done and store things and move things around and almost act like you're face-to-face -face with some of the new meetings and the software right. and so forth. So it's, it's exciting to see. I've, I've looked at a lot of new software out there that we're going to be trying to adapt internally. So it's, it's just neat to see where technology is going and how fast it's going and to be able to, to do that and still be even more efficient at what you do. Right. At a lower cost sometimes. Yeah. You know. Right. This is a lot about the talent we have here, though, that does that. Because you think about it, when 2020 was in Clearwater, Florida, 2020, we talked about it and we finished up Clearwater about one and a half away. Did we just find a way we can actually put out and advertise what we do simultaneously with the classroom session going on? This is before pre-pandemic now. Yeah. Happened. It's how somebody attending the session, but somebody at home can watch what we're doing. And so we started on that plan, and what, less than two months later, pandemic required it, but we were ready. We were rolling. Mm -hmm. how, how quickly people adapt and made that happen. So it's great to see that result. That's just the talent we have here makes it happen. Right. And I'm not asking myself this question, but I'm answering the one about something I'm excited about. Um, I, I think another thing, bright spot, you know, into the rainbow thing that came out of the pandemic was connections. I think we recognize the importance of the interpersonal relationships and our communications. And so I think I'm really excited to see how we're connecting with, whether it's IBW NECA, the JTCs, the training directors, like I think a lot has happened there and I'm excited to see these relationships building, whether it's, you know, between organizations or individuals, you know, and I think that we've just got a lot of plans moving forward to how do we support beyond the curriculum, beyond the, the things that you would expect us to do, but how do we support each other? Um, that's huge. That's huge as well, because you think about the number of new training directors we've had in the last 18, 19 months. Right. Some of them we never got to meet before. Yeah. How do we start building those relationships? That's huge. You think about that number, that's probably 19, 20%. Really, think about mm -hmm. it, of, of new training directors. Yeah. How do we start it with them? We've we got to get in front of them one way or the other. Yeah, they can see us, but that doesn't build a relationship. Right. And recognizing, like, you know, mental health is important. You know, I think, you know, somebody breaks a bone. Yeah. You know, okay, you need to go to the doctor. You need this and that. But I think the pandemic helped us recognize, like, we all deal with stuff and sometimes we don't like to share it. And, but I think that's, you know, become more front and center. And if you've got an apprenticeship program, I don't care if you've got 10 apprentices, you got people dealing with stuff. And I think that's something that a lot of training directors um, and admin have talked about. And so finding ways that we can help support that right. too you know, has been, has been great. Okay. Last question, um, to all three of you, what is the best part of what you do? Greg, I'm coming to you for that. Tough question. I know. So yeah, come narrow it. With, come up with new acronyms, things to, uh, just moving. My biggest goal is to just move that button. If I can move that button and people are like, where did that button go? You know, then that's yeah. the best. <laughs> So you are the problem. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. The best part is is the teamwork. You know, you said it earlier. It's the teamwork, and it's um, it's teamwork with uh, the programs. It's teamwork with every part of the programs. It's teamwork internally. It is the best part. And I keep coming back to the same thing. It's such a high functioning industry. I've been in other industries. I worked in other industries. Um, from the moment I became an apprentice in this industry, uh, what you put in it is what you get out of it. And people give you that. They, you don't have to go beg for it. They give it to you because what you put in it, they see, they recognize, and they give it to you. And um, 
I, that's the best part of what I do is just working with teams that are that come from that mold and whether it was at, at the local training center as an apprentice to a journey worker to a you know a foreman to an instructor and, and coming up it's just it's been the same mm-hmm. um, and it's always been the best part of what I do I, I can look back in 20 plus years going it's just been awesome every year now it's there's a lot of really late <laughs> nights and air pulling and we're struggling and we're you know clawing to get things done um but when you get done you you didn't you didn't do it we mm-hmm. everything is we and I, I love that about what we do it's great it's yeah. it takes some pressure off sometimes you know to be like this is group i'm not alone in this right. but then to feel that like it's bigger than just me mm-hmm. like this is more than so than much, just yeah, me. so much the the i remember thinking of of uh, that statement you know the power of the pen or the power of the sword you know um that you, you could write a review question to help a student do well on a test. And if you wrote that question just a hint in the wrong way, all of a sudden a group of students look at the distractors in a multiple choice test and they all end up picking the wrong one. And you're like, I did that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I caused that. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So then you're like, okay, well, I really have to be careful with everything I say, how I say it, how I write it. And it's because because this group so working with teams doing trying working that hard to be that you know good Mm -hmm. for the the industry is is great it actually is great it is and it makes you better it it just it's this yeah it's this beautiful little thing that happens mark best part of what you do breaking things i think it's (laughs) thing it's i think it's the relationships that we've got here both internally and and in the industry but it's there's there's no other place i've worked where you can you can be in a meeting and you know i can I can tell Greg, no, you're wrong, and this is why, and and you know, and we will all disagree, but we come, and we realize everybody's wrong. We come up with a new solution, and there's no, like, oh, he's, you know, it's we're a team, and you have that family style of relationship that you can do that with, and it's it's fun. I mean, if everybody agreed, then somebody's not necessary, right? You know, you need that. There's different viewpoints, and it's just fun, and every day is different. You, mm-hmm. you know, you think you solve something, and somebody comes, well, we didn't see this, and, and you know, you get the teams back together, you just start talking, you know, and then when you get out in the industry, people you haven't seen in a long time, it's like you haven't, you know, it's like you just saw them last mm-hmm. week, you know, the relationships pick back up, and it's fun. I, it's, it's all the relationships, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we do is important. You know, we're training to save lives and to make people's lives better, but it comes down to the relationships that make that happen, and that's what's, that's what's fun and special, and it'd be, you know, hard to see that anyplace else. This mm-hmm. is a really great, mm-hmm. fun place to work and a good industry. Right. Yeah, I love that, that, you know, we can say what we need to say, so you're free to, free to speak, free to disagree, um, and yet the idea is in all of that, we walk out together. Like the goal is there ultimately. So we come together in that and we can walk Todd, out of the room. Todd says it and it's that, it's that, you know, North star. If, if it's uh, for the good of the apprentice, right. If it's for the best of the apprentice. And so that's, you know, like no matter how hard anything is, you can come back to that. Right. And yeah. right. you know, you know, you're, you're, that's, it's so great to work in an mm-hmm. industry like that. Yeah. For Ooh. sure. Todd, best what? part. Best part of what you do. You can't get better than what was already said about people, and that's what it's about. And, and whether you're training an apprentice locally, whether you're working in an organization here, working down IBW, Nick, either one. I mean, that's, that's what we are all about to people and making pathways for people to succeed. And Greg said it. That's the focus point. If mm-hmm. you make a, our curriculum development, we do. If it helps our apprentice succeed, if it's for the apprentice, then that's something we got to figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It makes it easy. 
we have discussions, arguments back. Yeah, those happen, but that's just people. We're going to have that too. Right. But understanding our, our focus point is what's critical. We have to keep that focus point in mind, and we got a great team that does it. Uh, that's the best part to me. All about yeah. the people that's here, the people we work with outside, the graduates, uh, the the apprentice topped out. You know, five or six years ago, coming back, wanting to be an instructor now because of what they learned that we taught them five or six years ago, coming back or before when that happens. So that's all exciting to me. Mm. So they're back to help somebody. They recognize the need. Right. I thought your answer was supposed to be the best part of what you do is Mark, Greg, and I, but I accept the answer. All people, <laughs> I accept that answer too. It's okay. It's, it's, it's the fact that we can treat everybody the same. There is, is, of course, I'm always hung up on issues about, you know, giving people descriptions of what I want them to do where they go. That's not what I do. No, I don't want to be that way because you do that. People get siloed in their thinking, oh, that's my job. What I do, take care of this. That's not what I want. I leave it vague. I always work as a team. Let's figure it out. Right. Like that happened where it goes. And even to the point where I told D, sorry, D, bring your name up. You want to hear this. <laughs> we are dropping names. You treat you treat me like everybody else. Well, she does. Yeah. Yeah. My expense report gets this back several times. If put this dot over here, you've got the T cross here. So you gets it right, yeah. Which is right. the way I'd rather have it. I'd rather have right. it that way, which is good. Yeah. Well, you let us soar, Todd. I'll I'll drop that. I mean you do. You give us all room to good. to grow and be who we're supposed to be. So we thank you for that. Well, Guys, I hate to tell you, but you're not done because then we got to do some behind-the-scenes work on the podcast. But uh, I do thank you for your time here, actually being a guest um, instead of just behind the scenes. But thank you all so much for talking about what's gone on in 2021 and where we're headed in 2022 and looking forward to it. So thank you again. Yeah. Hey, are you forgetting about me again? What? You thank you. Oh, thank you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so, Todd, closing thoughts on, on the episode? <laughs> well, it's... If anything else is reinforcing where we want to go, I see the mission, what we have, and Greg and Mark pretty much outlined exactly what we are as a company, what we believe, where we're trying to go, and seeing the excitement they have behind it, which gets everybody else excited because it's driving a lot of teamwork in that area, mm -hmm. which is, um, they just said that, and that's what's exciting to me. That's where I want to be, where I want to grow. Right. I love, like, to me, it was so cool listening to all three of you that the challenges seem to also be the success. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting to see how we took the challenges, we the industry, we the Electrical Training Alliance, we whoever, and and made that a success. That's the exciting part, right? That's the exciting part. When you, get to, when you reach that level of growth and teamwork, and that's what that is. Yes. It's happening in employees, not me, you, whoever. I mean, it's everybody. It's a group that makes that happen. And, and challenges no longer become challenges. They become ways you can grow. Uh, the, the saying goes, what is it? Not challenge, but opportunity. Yeah, but everything's an opportunity. But that challenge is no longer a challenge. It's just another step along the way. Mm -hmm. And you can get better as a result. Yeah. And then the teamwork. Back to that. And then thinking about the mission. Right. You know, recognizing that when we do stuff, and not to say it's always perfect, but when we do stuff, there's, there is a goal, there is that mission, and we're, and we're going to keep trudging forward with it. And I think about that's... About the apprentice. Exactly yeah. right. That's the focus point. That's yeah. what we do. And that apprentice that graduates tomorrow or next year from that cohort starts this year, five years, going to top out the inside program or the outside, wherever they may go. If that person is better off when they left because what we decided to do today, tomorrow, then that's, that's the progress where we go. That's then an we've easy question to answer. Does it cost? Yeah, it costs. This, this whole conversion routine we got is tremendously expensive. And it's not so much in dollars. Yes, Martin's right. It's dollars. It's expensive. I can see that as well. But it's the people cost. It's people cost as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard, heavy lifting work that a lot of our people are doing here. And it's, I worry about them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work there that we ask them to do. And, develop on their own and figure out an answer to a question they weren't even know it was going to be a question two days ago. Mm. You know, and we still have to do that. And the teamwork 
there's definitely one way to make that happen. And a lot of input in a lot of ways. For sure. Well, before I thank uh, Mark and Greg, I'm going to thank Todd so I don't get busted again for that. Thanks, Todd, for all that you do. Um, And thank you so much, Greg and Mark, not only for being a part of this episode today, but for all that you do in all of the different facets of your job. So much of it behind the scenes um, that people don't know. And trust me, everybody, it is a lot, a whole lot. Big thanks to you, the listeners, for taking time to join us. Remember that we want to hear from you. So if you have topics that you want us to cover, just send me an email at saywhat at electricaltrainingalliance.org. Our next episode will be in January, where we get a chance to hear from some folks who attended the Fall Regional Seminar in Vegas. So that's going to be fun. Until then, stay connected with us through our newsletters, blog posts, social media, subscribe to the podcast, tell somebody about it. We are wishing everyone a very happy holiday season and a happy new year. Stay powered up and we will see you next time.